Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. Uh, I'm Roman Loyola. Joining us on the remote is Jason Cross. Hello. In studio with Leif Johnson. Hi. And the most important man in the room, Dan Masuelka, our video producer. Yeah, right here. Thank you. It almost so, seemed like you forgot your own name this morning. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm too distracted by Apple's stock price. So I was like, <laughs> you know, it keeps hovering. At two hundred, so I thought I thought there was a drastic change, and I was like, "What? What, what happened?" No, oh, no, it just went back to two hundred. So, but I always call Dan the most important man in the room because he's monitoring our YouTube and Twitter feeds for your comments and questions. You, the viewer, it's the most important part of our show. If you have any thoughts on what we're talking about today, please let us know. Dan will chime in with your comments and questions, and we'll talk about them. Yeah. And speaking of talking, we're going to talk about today Lace's uh, new project with the Apple Watch. We're going to talk about uh, some of the new features that were revealed in the latest beta releases of iOS 12 and Mojave. But first, we're going to talk about, as I was mentioning, Apple's stock price, Apple's bid to become a trillion-dollar company. Trillion dollars. So... uh, (laughs) Coming on the heels of Apple's uh, financial results that were res- uh, announced yesterday. So Apple had a big quarter, June quarter. Uh, they made a lot of money. So they made... Uh, their biggest Q3 ever, they said. Yes. yes. Their biggest Q3 ever. Overall overall revenue of $53.3 billion, a 17% growth rate. Uh, that's a lot of money. So, uh, so what that tells me is that uh, they could be charging less for their for their products. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what it says to they me. They could. That's what that's what uh, supply side economists will tell you. Right Pretty now, prices will go down, and they'll pay their workers more. That's how that works. Or they could see it as, "Hey, people are willing to butt pay these prices. We could hike them up yes. even a little higher." And I think that's yeah. been the real trend. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So speaking of uh, prices, I, one of the things we, we were talking about in, in the uh, Macworld uh, on staff, we were talking about the average sales price of the iPhone, which was revealed uh, as like $724, which is pretty high. Is is that the highest it's been? It's more than it's $100. The high, it's the highest quarter three it's been. It was 606 last quarter three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was then the highest because of the iPhone 7 Plus. Uh, it was higher the last three quarters because the iPhone 10 did really great, and uh, in when it was released in yeah. Q4 last year, and then the last couple of quarters. So it's not as high as the last couple of quarters, right? But it's as high as a year ago. It's high. It's almost a, more than hundred dollars, more yeah. than a year ago, and that's because the iPhone 8 Plus is more expensive and the iPhone 10 is more expensive. Right. And people are buying them. Yeah. So I'm no financial expert, but yeah, just so. When Apple does its quarterly results, it announces something called the average sales price. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's all the phones that they're selling, and they average the price of that. And so I, I would guess, if I have this correct theory correct, the higher the average sales price, that means they are selling more of the higher-end phones. Right. Is that, is that, yes. Does that sound right? That logic sounds correct? Yeah, they're selling more phones that cost more money. Yeah. Um, in fact, they sold 41 million iPhones, which is almost exactly what they sold last Q3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they're just, but they're selling them for a hundred bucks more. So they right. made 
a lot more money on iPhones. And the other big winner was, well, two other big places that went up a lot is services went up a lot. Yeah. And the other category, which isn't a lot of money right now, but it but it went up it's a high growth. percentage basis from last year. And that's HomePods and Apple Watches and AirPods. accessories and AirPods and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so Apple's making a lot of money despite, I mean, a lot of, so-called experts or analysts were thinking that the iPhone 10 was just overpriced and yes. it was going to hurt Apple, but nope. <laughs> there was, there was bad news in it too, um, That's which true. was Max. Mm-hmm. Mac was a bad news story. They sold a lot less Macs, fewer Macs than they have in any one quarter since 2010, I think. Serious question. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's the keyboards? yeah that is a serious question (laughs) that's that may be part of it but also just um uh, all product lines yeah all product lines were out of date um not just the pro being released slightly later or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's this everything everything was uh, i mean yeah that what's what's a macbook air like you know and, and a regular macbook those guys haven't been refreshed in a while mm-hmm. so that's impacting it and there's just not a lot of exciting new stuff going on with the mac there's not a lot of exciting marketing going on with the mac but dark mode anyway sorry that's not yeah. that exciting <laughs> you know they sorry. asked them yeah they asked they asked tim cook in the in the earnings call about the mac performance and he very swiftly pivoted to how great mac os mojave is going to be yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. and not why they're selling not nearly as many macs anymore so yeah yeah, Apple sold uh, 3.7 million Macs. Apple usually hovers around four, four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. On a really good quarter, I think like the uh, holiday quarter, they sometimes go up to five. So, but 3.7, yeah, is it's sort of a dip. It's but they usually tend to be around four and a quarter. So, yeah, they it uh, it was it's a 13 percent year over year decline. And they didn't break that down with iMacs and MacBooks or anything like that. It was just no, like, no, they never do. They never do. Yeah. yeah. So. And iPads, they sold, uh, they were really flat year on year with iPads. iPads are selling as many as they used to. The sale, the average sale price went down a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, they dropped the price on the basic iPad this spring. They had the educational deal, you know, so those that's lowered the price a little bit. But, you know, you can basically call that flat. Yeah. People so, are just buying the iPads they used to buy. So Cherry Berry on Twitter uh, says, perhaps they're hoping t- people buy the iPad Pro 12.9 instead of Mac laptops. How much do you think you know Apple's encouraging other product lines versus over the Mac? That's a good question because you know there's just by observing Apple's put, put a lot of focus on on iOS and mm-hmm. iPhones and iPads mm-hmm. and stuff and. You know, there have been a lot of complaints in the user base about how Apple isn't doing more with the Mac. Right. So, yeah. and, it, you know, it's a question of, is it because the Mac is so much more of a mature platform compared to iOS? Or is it because, as Cherry Berry's suggesting, Apple wants to shift people over to the iOS devices? I, I don't know, that's, but that's a, that's a really a good question, a good point. So. I think... Part of it, and there hasn't been marketing much in the Mac until very recently right. with this new behind the Mac campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's they 
the product lines are out of date. The innovation in the Mac yes. line has been pretty stale. Um, you know, they they're they're doing things. They're you know doing True Tone displays. They're doing Touch right. Bar. They're doing. They made a new keyboard. They're going USB C. But most of those innovations, changes, whatever you want to call them, have kind of felt like at best a side grade. Yeah. And some people think they're worse. You know, so it's right. it's not one of those things where they have a new product that looks different and has a new design. And people are getting excited about it and excited about some new feature that they can't wait to use. It's that hasn't been the case with the Mac for some time. So, and give you an idea, you know, like the touch bar, it feels like you're trying almost feels like they're trying to force that innovation. You know, it's like, yeah, what you know, this thing honestly it works so well. It's like, what can we do to make it better and stuff? And so, it's like it almost seems like they're like really stretching their imaginations and uh. You know, it's. It, I have to admit, it's a good machine. You know, even without it. So it's. You know, it's. It's coming up with almost to me. How do you you know perfect perfection? And they're struggling with that. And uh, so you know, I I love it for a lot of reasons. But yeah, it's. I have a hard time deciding what to do better with it. So. So I I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, why do we care that Apple? Whether they hit a trillion dollars or not, why why do we really care? What does it matter? Rah, rah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I personally don't. Uh, yeah. there's not there's not a real functional difference between them being a nine hundred and eighty billion dollar company and a trillion dollar company. It's just that they'd be the first. Right. You know, with a there's an asterisk next to that. We were looking up. There's a there's a chemical uh uh, uh oil company in from China mm-hmm. that apparently. The day after it went public in 2007, you said 2009, PetroChina, like like it shot up to what equates to, they say, about a trillion dollars. I don't know what the exact number is. And then immediately plummeted down. Mm -hmm. But it would just be the first. Yeah. And there's companies racing to be the first. And that's it's a milestone. But it's not really that important. What's more important is that, to me anyways, that. You know, Apple's paying its employees well and paying its taxes and doing all that stuff is more important right. to me than if they hit some magical stock market number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if if you want to look at it in terms of like legacy, Apple's legacy. I mean, it was what mm-hmm. twenty years, mm-hmm. twenty years ago when Apple, when people were wondering if Apple would even be able to survive. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. When uh, Microsoft bailed them out and everything. Yeah, yeah that was. So yeah, that's that's a real turnaround story. Yeah. So if you look at it that way, that's that makes it a, a little more interesting. But yeah, in terms of just like the overall, I mean, I'm sure, you know, like I said, I'm no financial expert. Maybe in that's terms why of, you work at MacWorld. That's why I work at <laughs> MacWorld and not Finance World. So, but may, maybe there's a more significant more significance in terms of that. But. Yeah, to me, it's, yeah. And also from the Apple fan, you know, you have the critics from Google, you know, and Amazon talking about them. But it's like, look at how well Apple's doing. You know, that's the, you know, the little meme on, you know, Twitter and stuff is Apple is doomed. But no, it's actually not. It keeps going up. And yeah, it all it is kind of sticking it to the pundits who, yes. say, you know, every quarter tell you this quarter is going to be fine. But next quarter, they're in real trouble. And then it, they just keep having better and better right. quarters every single time you know no they'll never sell a thousand dollar phone and then it they right. do and it raises the average sale price a lot and they make a, a ton of money and mm-hmm. so there's there's that bit of sort of yeah it, you know, it's somewhat it's a way to legitimize mm-hmm. how they do business 
Mm-hmm. So, and you know, and, and you know, to throw it in the face of, of naysayers and stuff. And, and see, that harks back so. all the way to the original iPhone because remember, people were saying, you know, that's too expensive of a phone. Nobody's going to buy that. And you know, it's like, you know, all these years later, it's still like, yes, people will shell out more money for a phone. Yeah, it has no keyboard. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What? I saw it. Speaking of keyboard, I saw an ad for a new blue uh, BlackBerry phone. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and they were touting mm-hmm. the fact that it had a hardboard hardware key keyboard. Yeah, we have it. We have it in the office. Do we have it in the office? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just kind of thought, wow, that's that's retro. Yeah, so, I, I have no feeling about a hardware keyboard one way or another, but I just kind of thought, oh. Some people st- would still want a hardware keyboard, yeah. Well, see, it was I was walking down the street with Adam the other day, and you know, I was looking at him, you know, looking at his chicken something. Else. I was like, "Is that, is it, is that a BlackBerry?" <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, and that's where I learned about that. So, so I think I'd heard y'all mention it before, but now I was actually seeing it. It was crazy. Yeah. So we were thinking that maybe Apple would reach tr- a trillion dollar market cap. As we were podcasting, but it doesn't look like they're going to do it. They, in order to do it, it their today. stock price would have to hit two hundred three. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Two hundred three and change. Two hundred three yeah. something. Yes. And it's right around two hundred. It's right, right now. So and it keeps hovering around two hundred. It's it hasn't really. It's kind of uh, evened out at that price. So maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Do you think that you know this report? Um, is going to be like okay, we're 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 on the right path. We're not going to you know verge from it like you know maybe Google does with you know a lot of experimenting, um, and we're not going to see you know crazy new products from Apple. I'm hoping we see something exciting later on in the year. You know, later on in the year when new iPhones come out and everything, there could be features on those that we don't you know really know about yet, and because uh, we're only seeing this stuff in iOS 12, who knows what the actual hardware is like, how that works into it, and you know when I think when they make an announcement like that, that's when it's going it's kind of finally going to push over to the trillion, and uh, so unless you know something just happens in the next couple of days, but that next. Big announcement. I, I, you know, they're going to have those improved headphones, uh, supposedly. You're going to have the improved AirPods, supposedly. And who knows, knows what else we'll see. I'm, I keep hoping for a one more thing. But uh, go ahead. I think the video services, mm-hmm. um, whenever they kind of really roll that out and start showing trailers and tell people what it's going to cost and all that, that's the kind of thing. People are so excited about that stuff and yeah. Netflix and everything. And they look at the value of those companies. I think that's going to add a lot you know, even though people know it's coming, they don't know what it's going to cost. They don't have any sense of how much money is this going to make for Apple. But they're doing so well in the services business. That's going to add a huge chunk to their services bottom line, I think. Um, but I don't think it really – stuff like this, these these quarterly reports, don't really impact their roadmap. Their roadmap's right. too long. It takes way too long to design and plan and build these products. Um, you know, they're – the – fourth quarter releases have been set in stone for at least a couple of quarters now you know they've been in manufacturing in, in some cases so it's yeah they're but uh hidden in all this data was the fact that their r&d budget after being flat for a little while for the last several quarters for the last of a year or two has really started to skyrocket yeah. they're spending a lot on r&d um 
and it could all be a driverless car, but you know, we keep hearing about their work in AR and VR right. and their and this the new Mac Pro project and all these other so I it's not coming this year, but maybe starting next year with the new Mac Pro. Um, we're gonna start to see some genuinely new products and not updates to existing products yeah. kind of things out of Apple that that might be exciting. Right. And like in the near future, as Jason kind of pointed out. The services and wearables seem to be like the low-hanging fruit in terms of growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll probably see, in, like in the, in the near future, more from Apple in terms of that. But yeah, I, not not based on anything more than a hunch, as Jason was pointing out. I feel like 2019 could be something where a year where Apple kind of wows people with new innovation and and stuff. So. And, and, you know, and people criticize them for not having woo-wow-wee stuff all the time. But, you know, if they take their time and then they actually come out with something really amazing because they put that time into it as opposed to just being in a race, I, I think, you know, we'll all be happy. Uh, I mean, that tends to be the Apple way. Everybody yeah. goes like, what's Apple doing? And then they come along and do it better, you know. Right. And yeah. make a ton of money. We know the Mac Pro is coming. Yes, like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the display that goes with it, the mm-hmm. the new Mac, dis- a new yeah. Apple display. So there's at least that next year that's going to be genuinely new. Yeah, you know, there's got to be like a new Mac Mini coming because if it doesn't come this year, it'll be five years old by 2019, and that's just ludicrous. Yeah, they either kill it or right. They got to <laughs> do making... something with that. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll probably see new IMAXs later this year, hopefully, because they're over a year old now. So. There's supposedly a new Mac laptop that's either right. going to replace the MacBook or MacBook Air yeah. or both or something. But I don't expect that to be a wholly new design, like truly yeah. new. I expect that to be very much like the existing products, but better, Yeah, with a, maybe with a retina display, maybe and a better processor and, Maybe USB-C. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden it's going to be matte black and carbon fiber and different, you know, <laughs> design and stuff. You know, I, I honestly think I like the MacBook, but I honestly think the gray slab of aluminum, it's time to move on yes. <laughs> and and think of what's the next design trend that we can set for people. Yeah. So. So maybe that'll Apple, start with the Mac Pro. Who knows? So there's just a lot of talk about Apple going back to more fun design as opposed to this sleek stuff and everything. Would you like to, to go in that direction? Um, n- not necessarily for the Pro Gear, uh-huh. but I think um, their lower priced products definitely could benefit a lot from that. And and some of the rumors about the the cheaper of the new iPhones coming in this year, the 6.1 inch LCD model say it's going to come in like five colors yes. and stuff. And that's, you know, so that's bringing some of that fun back. That's true. Yeah. A little bit. Speaking of new products, there were some new features that were revealed in the latest beta versions of iOS 12 and Mojave. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Mojave, uh, Leif's actually been playing around with one of the key new features, which is, which is the external GPU support mm-hmm. and um, the ability to isolate apps to the 
to the eGPU. Yes, you can you can specifically choose which apps you want to accelerate with the eGPU, the graphics processor, and uh, this is actually really amazing. Um, what, if you remember when I was first talking about eGPUs, the thing I didn't like about them is that you had to hook up an external monitor, and uh, so you could only see the um, the eGPU's effects through an external monitor. And but now you can do that directly in the display of the MacBook itself. It works beautifully. I've been trying it out. Um, and the other thing is, they make it, the option to accelerate a single app has been in in Mac for a while, um, couple, past few months. But now you can actually directly do it through the right. Finder. It used to be you had to do some coding in Terminal, which you know that's not very user friendly. But now you just you find the file and uh, you right click on it and uh, go to Get Info, and then it says Prefer eGPU, and boom, that's all you do. You boot it up, and it works. And so we were using um, an AMD Radeon Vega 64 in there, uh, water-cooled. This is, you know, pretty high performance <laughs> for what you can get. So I got to tell you, it was a massive improvement. I could play – I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a pretty demanding game, on my 15-inch MacBook Pro, and it looked good. But the thing is, in order to get it to look good, I could only, you know, run it about 1,900. That's not the MacBook uh, – and that was on very high settings. That's not the MacBook Pro's uh, full display. Um, I And I had a 16 gigabyte bytes of uh, RAM on there when I tried to go up to the I, I tried it on the iMac 2017 4k iMac with eight gigabits uh, gigabytes of RAM I it was significantly worse performance at, even at you know um, 1920 by 1080 and so it's uh, but it's I, I it's tolerable put it that way it's a lot better than what you had before the problem is you're still spending $699 on a graphics card and you're spending 299 on an eGPU so that's still $1000 that you got right there so is it worth it? Today I'm going to be trying it out with some rendering, see if I can get Dan here to help me out with that. And this is a, a Mac OS beta feature, right? Correct. So that means yeah, there's no update. So like, there's if you want to boot camp it, it it's still see, and that's the other thing. I you know I don't actually don't have access to a code right now. I for Windows, I might just see if the trial version works. I would really because I know in the past you could not you could not use Nvidia cards. It's only going to be AMD. You could not run it through Boot Camp, which means if you have this big dream of using your graphics card to run PC games through Boot Camp on your Mac, you can't do it. Sorry. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's changed, but I've seen no. You know, nobody's saying that it does, and right. so that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's th- those are the limitations. But it's a lot better experience than what I saw when I experienced it back in like March or April. So. And how far back t- for for what laptops will this now work? Are it's they- only anything with Thunderbolt three, so okay. it's basically the last two okay. years, basically any any MacBook, mm-hmm. iMac in the last roughly two years. Um, but it has to have a Thunderbolt three port. That's the only way to work. All right. And iOS 12 has a, f- a couple new features. Have you played with any of those features, Jason? Um, let's see. I got to remember which the new yeah, features. I, <laughs> I kind of blanked icon. on it. That's yes. why. <laughs> which are the new features? Oh, there was the so, maps. You were talking about the maps yesterday and how it had so, some new. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's getting updated server side or if it's just getting updated. Um, as they release new betas, but mm-hmm. it started off being just the Bay Area, and they said by the time iOS 12 releases, it'll be all of Northern California, and then it'll go out to sort of the rest of North America and other international um, markets and stuff over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. And already they've updated the maps here in Sacramento, where I live, and a lot of other spots in North in Northern California. So we're getting there. 
on the maps rollout. Uh, as far as the other new features, it's stuff you can't see. Like there's, they found code in the beta in part of the code that generates error reports that refers to a second SIM and second SIM tray status. Yeah. So there's some um, thought that one or more iPhones this year might have dual SIM support. Mm-hmm. Um, which would be, if, if anything, it'll be maybe the iPhone SE. Um, and cause that is a big feature for markets like India, oh, right. Middle East, South America. Um, a lot of people have sort of a pay as you go limited time talk SIM and then a separate data only SIM. It's a lot cheaper that way. Um, or they just want data and they do everything with over the top messaging and stuff. So those are, that's sort of a a key feature that's keeping people to some degree from iPhones. So it'd be interesting to see if that's what's going on, or maybe that'll, maybe this is in reference to there's an eSIM and still a SIM tray. Nobody knows, but once you find it, once it's not just a rumor, it's like there's code in a beta release. Mm That's kind of sounds like it's coming, right? Something that's going to run iOS 12 is going to have in some way, two SIMs. (laughs) So, yeah, that would be a big thing. And then there's been a lot of polish. This latest yeah. beta release had a lot of little, oh, they moved this button that was off-center just a little bit, and they changed this icon just a little bit, and stuff like that. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Which makes sense. We're getting to where we're probably six weeks out from release mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, Built right. Second, second week of September-ish, probably, yeah. mm-hmm. if, if history holds. So, so we're getting close. And uh, and it's getting pretty stable and pretty well polished. I've had an easier time with the iOS, you know, 12 beta than I have with the Mojave one. It's like, you know, it gets better. Mojave gets better. But it's like, it, it, you know, it taketh away uh, because <laughs> the most recent one, um, it, it was fixed with as, as the most recent beta. But the, la- the last public beta, my camera stopped working on my on my MacBook. And, you know, that was just one of the things I, I checked. And I used to think that maybe something was conflicting. No, it just didn't work. And I saw that other people. And I particularly have problems with the 15-inch MacBook Pro. I so you know, we'll look at... The, you know, like the 13 inch on occasion, it always runs fine, but it's the 15 that often has the problems. And I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> One of the things not in the beta yet is the shortcuts app. Mm-hmm. So everybody's talking about Siri shortcuts. I, I think the API for developers to suggest shortcuts within their apps and stuff is available, mm-hmm. maybe working, but I've never seen it in any app. So if any, if even if it's available, I've never seen anyone using it yet, targeting iOS 12 and using it. But the actual shortcuts app, which is like an upgrade to the workflow app, um, is only available to a very small limited set of beta testers through the test flight program. You have to register if it's for registered developers and even not all registered developers. So they're not pushing that out to all the beta testers yet. And if anything gives me pause, it's that. It's a little worried. The good news is it's pretty much just workflow mm-hmm. but even all your even if you use workflow all your workflow stuff carries right over and and works uh, it's just workflow but it has access to the system level apis things like do not disturb mode and everything um so that's maybe it'll be pretty stable because workflow is already in good shape but i'd like to see that get in public testing <laughs> yeah Oh, that reminds me, speaking of public testing, Apple mentioned offhand that they have 4 million people running yes. the iOS 12 beta mm-hmm. testing program. I think that's, I don't know if that's a 
huge number compared to how many compatible devices are out there. Right. But that's a huge number compared to like other companies, how many beta testers they get. Yeah. That's give, a good number. Give you an idea. I wanted to have an, you know, because I didn't have it on hand. I wanted to see what an app looked like, you know, in iOS 11. And so I asked four of my friends, like people who don't work with us, if I could see their iPhones. They were all on the iOS 12 beta. So <laughs> that gives you an idea. <laughs> this is San, in San Francisco, though. That's true. Well, there yeah. was one in Las Vegas, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's what I mean. People, it's got a lot of features people have been asking for for a while, especially mm -hmm. around notifications. Yes. So, uh, if you're testing it, I'll just make the plea again. Anytime you yeah. run into any problem, <laughs> fire up that feedback app, and mm -hmm. it'll fill in most of the stuff for you. Just fire up that feedback app yeah. and send your feedback, and that way they will know. Hey, this is a bug we need to fix. Even if you think they must know about this, they may not know how severe it is. Mm -hmm. So. That depends on how many people report it. So report everything you find. Yeah. So you've been, you found Mojave a little unstable, but your guys' experience with iOS 12 has been that it's pretty solid so far. I haven't even really noticed any problems at all with no. iOS 12. So that's pretty There's, impressive. Yeah, is, little issues come and go. Issues that would be a real problem if they released it this way. Yeah. Like beta, I want to say two, maybe, uh, had a real GPS problem. Okay. Um, and that, that was fixed in the next beta. Mm -hmm. The current beta has an issue with some Bluetooth devices kind of not connecting, not mm. remembering their connection. And then you can, you can go to Bluetooth settings, forget the device and resync it and it'll work. But it's been know. a couple of weeks, but yes, I was having problems with my AirPods and they basically would not work. And, uh, but luckily that another patch fixed that. Yeah. So another yeah. user, uh, I think it was Sean said that on YouTube that the AirPods were not working, but mm. now they are again. So I think the latest update, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty big issue. If you use them every day on your commute, yeah. yes, that'd be like, yeah, uh, not worth it. And just Bluetooth bugs in general, that's Apple watch. That's all kinds of stuff. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a huge deal. So if you're interested in running the betas, uh, you can go to beta.apple.com and sign up. Uh, you can remove the betas if you decide not to, if you decide you don't want to anymore. Uh, but yeah, just keep in mind, like we were just saying, these are betas. They're not, they're not a hundred percent stable. No, no, no software is a hundred percent stable, but these right. are a little more unstable than usual. So you could run into issues like Bluetooth not working properly. So yeah, we're not working. Yeah. yeah. Give you an idea of how this can mess you over. I early, I, I went ahead and you know took my 15 inch MacBook Pro. And this is right after Mojave came out, and so I was like, you know, I got to keep this up. So, but I had a phone interview, and I typically record my phone interviews through my my MacBook Pro, and you know I have them call in on Skype, and I just record it and stuff like that. Guess what? That decided to stop working, um, and I had this major interview and stuff coming up, so I had to you know improvise. I basically put them on speaker and recorded it through my iPhone. And that was what I ended up doing. So I couldn't do that. So these are the things that could come back and bite you on the rear if you're not looking yeah. out for them. Yeah. 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 I mean, the features are back cool. Back up first. Back yeah. up all your stuff back up first. first. <laughs> yes. And we have instructions on our website if you guys are interested in doing that. So, mm -hmm. um, but moving right along. I, I was waiting so. for you to use the transition of speaking of your rear. Uh. <laughs> 
That's what I was expecting. Um, I, I was trying to think of a transition, and then I couldn't think of one like in a second. Well, so that's what I said. I, I thought about, I, I almost went with, well, it sounds like the betas give you a real workout life. <laughs> yes. and speaking of working, and I was like, no, that's not. That's yeah. a reach. So, but I, yeah, I didn't. The rear one didn't come. Come. Yeah. To me speaking right of your rear, Lee. <laughs> Thank you, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Leif is working on a new project here at, at MacWorld. Mm-hmm. Uh, involves the Apple Watch, and uh, and his health. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you, what you're going to be working on? Well, see, the Apple Watch is the focus, but I'll also, you know, yeah. what it is is I'm going, you know. You know, because so many, the way that I put it in the article is so many of these Apple Watch ads and stuff like that, you know, they basically show people who are already fit or they're at least thin and stuff. But I want to see how useful this stuff is in, in losing weight. Now, I'm no stranger to this. Last year, I lost 100 pounds. I regained some of that, certainly not all of it, but, you know, some of that. So having, no, I know now what to do and stuff. But before, when I did that the first time, I didn't really use any technology or anything like that. Basically, I use my fitness pal and log my weight. That was the extent of it. And uh, But this time, I'm going to see if uh, knowing that, having that experience, if using an Apple Watch, using things like smart scales, their iOS-compatible jump ropes and stuff like this, if this actually enhances my experience and, uh, you know, gives me more motivation like everybody seems to say it does. And, uh, you know, as opposed to just being a person who is already which I'm not, uh, you know, conscious of being fit and stuff. And, uh, but, you know, see if this helps me get back into that routine. And uh, the end goal is that I want to lose 60 pounds, which I can do. And, uh, and I, heck, I'm down nine pounds from last week. So, yeah, this is moving right along. So it's... Um, Have you taken any before selfies so that we can uh, do a progress? Um, well... Uh, I, I can, yeah, I have a couple of selfies from last week, so yeah, we could definitely do that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think this would be an interesting way to see how, you know, you, you normally just see statically, like this is how the Apple Watch works and everything. So th- this, to me, would be a good way to see if you can really put it, you know, further than that. And But again, I'd like to try out these things, like these smart scales and everything, especially stuff that Apple sells in the store. And mm-hmm. see, because I, I went to the one here on Union Square the other day. I watched six people got on, you know, one of those uh, Nokia uh, scales to see how you know well it worked and you know so to, to see if this really enhances it and those scales tell you you know you're is, um, is that what used to be withings is that is it nokia bought withings or did they buy that i do not aria know. or isn't nokia scales aren't they didn't they buy somebody and that's it's somebody else's that sounds familiar scales. But, yeah. I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of other smart scales too, and I was yeah, but I was looking at them because that's the uh, you know the ones that Apple sells. And say, so, but you want those those health kit compatible, yes. like automatic things where you just step on it and it logs it for you automatically. You don't have to go type in numbers, you know. So the nice thing about this project is every week, and I'll check in every Tuesday, and it gives me something to focus on every week. So like next next week, I will go ahead and you know talk about the Apple Watch itself and it's you know how it works as a motivator, that type of stuff like that. You know, another week I might you know especially when I'm at a lower weight where I feel comfortable revealing that type of information. You know uh, how various smart scales. Uh, 
you know, compared to each other. And, you know, and then I could talk about apps, various apps that help another week. So there's a lot of ways you could go about this. And it would be a whole series. And it was, you know, this is as opposed to reading a review or something like that. The idea behind this series is putting this into practice. And with mm-hmm. real-time results, you're seeing this happen in real time. So. Um, so I just asked the, our audience if uh, anyone uses their uh, what they use for fitness. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm curious, and someone said just for steps. So what's the extra benefits you get out of, say, using the watch, um, you know, in addition to the phone? Well, yeah, give you an idea of last that, yeah. night. I was, you know, you, you have, I, I, I go for a 700-calorie move goal. I might push that. When I first moved here, I was at 800. But uh, I, I bumped that down. But in, in last year when I was doing it, I aimed for 10,000 steps um, per day. But the nice thing about the Apple Watch is a motivator. But I should say, but before, my fitness pal would tell me that I had not yet reached 10,000 steps. So I would just, you know, look at the app and go do that. But, you know, that's the 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 closure rings commercial and stuff so the other mm-hmm. night you know i realized you know so at 10 o'clock i hadn't closed my ring so you know i got out and walked around the hill and and, and did that and yeah there are there are three rings there's that move mm-hmm. exercise and and uh stand, stand. Yeah. i hate the stand one yeah, yeah. Stand one oh, i turn crazy. off the <laughs> notifications uh-huh. for the stand one because i'm not so concerned about it but, uh, you turn it off too. yeah the uh, so the you can adjust the move one and what that does is you can make it either I think you can change it to either steps or calories right mm-hmm. uh, and then you can adjust the amount mm-hmm. and how is one yeah. ring closed and then exercise is queuing off starting off any exercise and doing thirty minutes worth of exercise a day closes that ring and you yeah. can't change that any exercise program. Uh, if you log exercise in another app on your phone or something like that, it's a HealthKit compatible app. As long as it goes in the health app, it all counts. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and the stand one is it wants you to stand for at least five minutes. Is it five minutes of five minutes of time for ten hours a day? So during there's ten hours in which you need to be standing for five of those ten five minutes of the hour mm-hmm. <laughs> during ten hours. So it's in ten chunks. And it will, if you have the reminders on, it will remind you every hour, yeah. time to stand. You're going to miss out on this hour, you know. And that's good if you're the kind of person who you don't have a standing desk, you have a sitting job, mm-hmm. you sit at your desk all day, you never get up out of your chair. It gets you up out of your chair, which is good, but I just can't stand it. I can't stand it going off every hour telling me. Well, see, I don't have the notifications on, but I do like to close it. But this is the reason why I don't like to stand uh, circle is because I went to Point Reyes. I walked 14 miles in a day up steep cliffs and everything like that. I got home. I had like tripled my move ring. Yeah. And I still had not reached my stand goal. And it's like, F you, F. Because the stand goal is not at all a measure of how long you're standing. Right. Right. It's, only how, it's only how many hours you have stent, st- stood yes. for at least five minutes in that hour. Yeah. Uh, so it's a completely weird metric. Right. So, so Ray Vance on YouTube has a pro tip. If you don't want to stand up, just raise your hand in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one yeah. feature of Watch OS uh, 5 that I really like is that for most exercises that have a regular motion mm-hmm. and uh, are some sort of cardio exercise where your heart rate goes up, 
it will detect you're doing it and say, hey, it looks like you're exercising and you're doing this. It looks like you're doing an outdoor walk. It looks like you're doing a rowing exercise. It looks like you're on the elliptical. <gasps> do you want to do you want to log this exercise? You say yes. And it starts the exercise thing and it backtracks it to where it if you've been going for five minutes, it backtracks it five minutes for you. Um, and then after you stop and your heart rate goes down and your motion stops, it'll say, Oh, it looks like you've stopped exercising. Did you forget to stop your, <laughs> and you can, which I do all the time because mm -hmm. every time I go to the gym, I'm logging my exercise and I always forget to stop it. <laughs> so it tells you, Hey, you've stopped exercising. Stop your thing. Um, those are really helpful. I've, you know, just walking down the street in San Francisco, if you walk enough, I've had it say, this is a walking workout. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know what? Yes, Apple Watch. Yes. Thank you. Give me credit for this. So the Apple Watch has typically um, been refreshed in September along with the phone, right? Mm -hmm. So yes. do we have any hints at what's coming up next? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And? Well, I'm sure it's going to be called Series 4. I don't think anyone expects anything else. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it should be faster. And the big deal is that it's supposed to have a bigger display. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a bigger case, but I think they're going to make bezel. smaller bezels. Yeah, um, they want the. I think they want the bands all to fit, so I think the cases have to be pretty much the same size. Um, and then other features, like hardware features, we're not sure. We know a lot about WatchOS five. There's a whole article on the site about all the features of WatchOS five, but we don't know soft uh, hardware wise what's coming yeah. beyond. They say better battery life, but that could be a bigger battery. That could be the processor's more efficient. It can be both. We don't know. Does this feel like it's a bigger update? Because I feel like Watch Series 3, to me, seemed more like, you know, a 2G you know, or 2S when they did yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's It would be the first time they've changed anything sort of physically, making the screen right. larger. Mm -hmm. um, they've made the screen brighter before. Mm -hmm. And they added cellular, and it's been faster every generation, but it hasn't physically... There's been nothing where you could just glance at it outside of the red dot on the cellular version. You couldn't just glance at it and go, that's a series three. Right. You know, this would be the first time there's something you can immediately notice that's better. So we don't really know, like, specs wise. It's, yeah. They don't know, anyways. They just tell you it has a, an, a new, like, an S4 product. It's their own Apple custom processor. They don't tell you specs about it and stuff. So, yeah. so do you think you would recommend or be like, okay, if you are, you know, wait wait for a month to see what this next one is going to be. Now is not the time to buy buy it. Yeah, I mean, never buy a month before Apple. September. Yeah. yeah, any iOS product or watch product. Yeah, never buy them in August because September's right around the corner. Um, but uh, if you're buying a watch right now, the best deal is the Series Two because that at least has the the brighter screen, the thousand inch screen. It's a lot cheaper. Our experiences here have been, and, and Mike's tried this out too, has been that like the cellular is not that big a deal. It really yeah. isn't. And here's a problem I've noticed because I do actually have the cellular active. And by the way, you usually have to pay like $10 extra a month for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, so that's another downside. But I've noticed that the notifications when I have cellular on, you know, on my watch, they come in about – Three minutes after they come in, after uh, from my phone. This has been maybe this is wow. a uh, iOS twelve beta thing, but it, I've noticed that yeah, that that's been the case lately. So, and also a lot of the features in WatchOS five don't work with the older mm -hmm. 
watches. So like they don't work. Original. It it won't even run on Series Zero. Yeah, the original Apple Watch will not get Watch OS Five yeah, at all. Expensive ones. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you might get a really good price on those <laughs> older ones. Yeah, if but... you bought one of those really expensive Apple Watches right when they first came <laughs> yeah. out, and everybody waved their arms and said, "Why are you spending five thousand dollars on a product that you know is going to be obsolete in a couple of years?" Yeah. Well, mm. guess what happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, Series Two runs WatchOS Five fine. The only the only um, sort of thing that's exclusive to um, Series Three is that that raise to speak Siri function, where you don't even press the button; you just raise it to your mouth. That's just right. a Series Three thing, and presumably Series Four. Is Walkie Talkie Series Two? It's all of them. It's everything all of them? Okay. everything that runs WatchOS Five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, do you think that they'll add a camera? I I don't know, but I don't I doubt it. I don't think there's a lot of utility to that yeah. uh, for the space it would take up and everything. Yeah. Um, they they have a proximity sensor as far as I know, and I think that's part of the reason why the Series Three can detect if it's up by your mouth or if you just turned your wrist. Yeah. I can't. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, putting a camera there, I'm not sure why you would do it. Like to have a Dick Tracy phone call just yeah, duh, duh. So it'd be yeah. be so small. I mean, I think you'd I think you'd rather use your phone. Yeah, that seems mm. like stuff that creepers would want, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of privacy issues with that, yes. maybe because it's kind of more of a hidden. When you're holding up your phone, as much as people hide their phones to take pictures, you still that's a thing you've got to. Yes, your watch is on your wrist all the time. So. <laughs> but I just think it just takes up too much space in a very yeah, space constrained. Thing. And if they're making the screen bigger by shrinking the bezels, there's definitely yeah, going to be no room for it. And it wouldn't be a single-use thing. Like they wouldn't just put a camera in just for Face ID. Yeah. That that's yeah. The payoff it, isn't there. They couldn't do it for Face ID. Then they need the whole right. like three, like a camera and a an notch. emitter, and a different kind of emitter, and a yeah. I mean, <laughs> they need a whole module that's like big for that. So. That yeah. takes some serious Apple innovation to get that. So yeah. we're not quite there yet. So. <laughs> So I'm, I'm curious, Leif, um, mm-hmm. what do you have upcoming as far as what you're going to test, you know, as you know, for weight loss well, and so, what's your Twitter handle real quick so that if anyone has suggestions for apps or products, they can tweet at you. Because I was one of the first Twitter users. I actually have my own, my name, L-E-I-F Johnson, which is a more common name than you would think it would be. So that's J-O-H-N-S-O-N, L-E-I-F um, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, one word. And uh, it's um, – but uh, basically I'm starting off – you know, I'm getting into the, the diet basically right now. And as you, you see in the article, I'm not going to give you diet tips and everything. This is not a focus on that. So uh, – but, uh, but once I get into that and probably, you know, getting about – 10 more pounds down, then I'm going to start exercising and everything. And basically, you know, I don't like to use this term, but basically going through a little detox phase. I've been drinking a lot of Cokes and stuff. And, and that's the thing. Yes, you I just re- said you're detoxing with, by drinking a lot of Cokes? <laughs> no, that's what I'm getting rid of. Oh, okay. Is, uh, yeah, I'm going back to drinking water and stuff like that. But that's the thing. Yeah, I regain weight. But people say, oh, you can't. I knew exactly what I was doing. It was like, you know, <laughs> caffeine. Oh, yeah. So, or I'm sad. Or when I came to San Francisco, it was like so much delicious. Yeah, everywhere because I used to live out in the middle of nowhere, so there was not that much delicious out there. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I'm over that now, and uh, it's in a thing. But uh, 
the you know a lot of I, I do a lot of hiking already so you know there's that you know I'm gonna you know probably get a gym membership get back into shape that way and stuff but uh, that's that's kind of what's down the line but so it sounds sounds like off the bat here you're gonna be looking at sort of diet tracking apps yes like food tracking apps is where you're starting and then you're gonna get into things like scales and and exercise tracking stuff precisely yes. And as I'll the be, weeks go on, I eventually want to try out like the iOS compatible jump ropes, things like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, keep if you have any tips or you want to check in with Life, uh, get his Twitter handle. Check in with him there. I'm sure he would love to hear from you guys. I will go ahead and say that I've actually received emails from about. 12 people for after that article in support and telling me their own stories and stuff. So there's definitely people interested in this. So that's yeah. Cool. yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe we can, um, with their permission, like take their names off of them, but uh-huh. give some, um, every now and then do a wrap up of like, well, here's what our readers are saying about their experiences, you know, and yeah. just get some, pull some quotes out of some of these male cool. things yeah. that are, yeah, obviously with people's permission and right. Just taking names off and stuff. And are you going to be basically writing about it on a weekly basis? Yes, every Tuesday. Okay. That's the plan. So every Tuesday. So, yeah, Leif kicked us off yesterday. I asked him yesterday, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He said he was doing fine so far. Because getting started is is the hardest part. Well, see, it's funny because I didn't get – okay, so it's hard. See, when I lost weight the first time, I lived in the middle of nowhere. I'll I'll, I'll say this really quickly. But uh, now I'm in the middle of a city and stuff. So – at my place, we have visiting friends from Brazil, and uh, you know, so I was trying to no. get back and do to write this article that I'm working on actually right now, and uh, but they were like, "Oh no, no, come here!" And so, so they, you know, gave me some chips and salsa. <laughs> they gave me some wine and stuff, and I was like, "No, no, no." So you know, <laughs> you don't want to be rude, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I kept it as minimal as I could. It was a fun conversation, but I was thinking in the back of my head, uh, but I still lost weight. So there's that. I still, I am still pounds. I am still about a pound and a half down from yesterday. So gives you an idea. Yeah. So check the slide every Tuesday. Life will provide an update. Mm-hmm. You know, tweet tweet at him to give it to give him some encouragement, mm-hmm. uh, some tips and advice, or even just to check in with them. Yes. So I'm sure I'd be glad to hear from you. So definitely. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld podcast episode 615 615 wow so we'll be back next week to talk about the latest in apple news and rumors i'd like to thank jason for joining us thanks jason thank you life thank you who's nine pounds lighter (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to thank dan our producer i think i'm heavier (laughs) i think yeah i think i gained those nine pounds And I'd like to thank you, the uh, audience, for watching, uh, for checking in with us. Um, Join us next week. We'll post on the website on Tuesday what we're going to be talking about. But uh, I believe we're still on schedule for Wednesday next week. Like, There's nothing that I'm forgetting about in terms of (laughs) like an appointment or something like that that we have company-wide. But yeah, so Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, we're live on Twitter and on YouTube. I hope to see you next week. 